Hey, get in here. Dallas is about to start. Welcome to the Ewing Barbecue, where we talk about Dallas. My name is Mary. And I'm Sarah. This is Josh here. And I'm Melanie. Yay! Yay! And what are y'all Welcome. drinking tonight? It's summer. What are we all imbibing in? I'm drinking. Um, I bought this because I was um, reminiscing about the 90s for the past week. And I found this beer Mad called dog. Faded. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Ice House. No, I found, I found this beer called Faded Flannel. I'm going to show you the can. It's it's like flannel. I love flannel. And it is, it's a, a hazy Hefeweizen ale. And the it's the official ale of Grunge Rock. Hazy <laughs> it's a hazy Hefeweizen. I know it was interesting, and it's it's, it's pretty good. It's from I think Portland, of course. So I'm drinking cheap beer. It's natural light, but it's natty oh my natty lemonade. Natty oh light. Add two refrigerator on a It's from lemonade, so it's okay, but it's not the best. No, Josh. It's only one thing that's when I'm talking about Dallas. Manischewitz? Oh, bourbon. Oh. It's J.R. Ewing bourbon. <laughs> um, I just finished off a can of mango cart. Oh, and good. this one is... Mango. Mango. This one is ice cream paint job. What? Divine, I've never seen that one. Divine Barrel Brewing out of Charlotte, North Carolina. This one is Holy a... Holy shit. Ah, it is a Berliner Weiss style with blueberries, raspberries, sweet cherries, lactose, and vanilla. You find some of the craziest stuff out there. I know. Wow. That's kind yeah. of lactose intolerant. So I would have to take a lactate pill to drink that, but it would be worth it. Yes. Yes. Um, <laughs> At least to try it. Yeah. What is it? My best friend, Mandy, she calls it. She's like, oh God, I love milkshake and lactose, you know, beers, but they give me, um, what'd she say? They give me bubble gut. <laughs> bubble gut? Yeah, bubble gut. Bubble gut. That's a yeah. nice way of putting that. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah. means the runny shits in the morning. I can yeah, get away the night before. It gives me the poops. <laughs> well, honestly, yeah. Sometimes milk products—they'll do that. But divine Alcohol barrel. If yeah. you feel the colon do a little rumble, you better <laughs> dance your way to the toilet. Exactly. <laughs> but no, divine barrel is one of the best local to North Carolina breweries around here. I really, ten out of ten would recommend. Okay. Okay. Oh yeah. My beer just well, you know, mm, we should be um, peach cobbler one that I had a few weeks ago. Did I? Uh, did I? Did I have that one on with you guys? No, because I would remember that. Oh, my God. Yes. Mm. All right. I'm done. <laughs> All right. Well, we should be raising a few glasses here because there are some, some birthdays, birthdays out there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. We had okay. Williams, William Smithers, Jeremy, Jeremy Wendell. Wendell. Jeremy 90, Wendell. Oh, 93 Jeremy. on July 10th. Nice. We would have had Ken Kershaw. Yes. On July 15th, which yesterday. is the same day as my aunt's birthday, and she just turned 90 yesterday. Hey, my aunt turned 67 yesterday. Happy birthday to your aunt. Oh. To all y'all say Happy aunt. birthday to both aunt. aunts. Aunt. I say yes, aunt. Yes, we do. I say aunt. Okay. Everybody else besides New England says aunt. We say aunt. Because we're, we're, we're correct. Um, well, it's like my mother explained to me. Why would you say, why would you pronounce A-U- as a n there's a u there and i'm like exactly oh, no mom i didn't make the rules <laughs> well josh did you do say chipotle or whatever you say? that's true right <laughs> and, I say chipotle. Chipotle. and and uh 
birthday. Um, Saturday, Saturday's birthday is Miss Audrey Landers is turning 64 on July 18th. 64. I'm yep. having a hard time picturing any of these people being the high number that we're saying. I'm just mostly since like we're watching the, these episodes from the 70s and early 80s, mm-hmm. like it's not computing for like, me. Like Linda going to be 80 in September? I now like girl is yeah. a vampire i swear yeah. to god she was <laughs> no, she was hanging out with lestat sometime in the 80s and just she, saying she she and donna mills they are aging like uh, they're not aging <laughs> yeah they're not. and they no. don't even have that weird like you can tell they've had tons of plastic surgery exactly. face either so they either have a really good plastic surgeon yeah or they just take really good care of themselves and have good genes exactly yeah. and i want to i, I want to give a shout out to my brother from another mother here josh henderson up there in wisconsin riding around on the farm has anyone seen his instagram i have actually he has That's been cool. uh he's been by himself until a friend joined him today, but he has been just tooling around a, uh, a farm. I'll go join uh, him and tool around on the farm. Well. <laughs> hey. <laughs> she will. She will. She'll, she'll do that. I'm the cornfield. Hello, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's not, it's I'm not going to be ignored, Mr. Henderson. No. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm not that Kidding, crazy. Josh. I swear. No, she's not crazy. No, Just but crazy it's. Uh, oh, I will take that. <laughs> he, he has been he has been very entertaining with his stories uh, up there on the farm, as uh, oh, not as entertaining as Leslie Jordan with his Instagram, but. Um, I had had a tank top made that says, well, shit, what are y'all doing? And it has Leslie Jordan on it. It's in the closet. Nice. <laughs> I should show y'all later. <laughs> Why is it in the closet? He's out of the closet. Well, because I'm hanging it up, I'm gonna wear it tomorrow. He he did uh, unveil his line of merchandise today on his really? uh, on his page, yeah. On his Facebook page or Instagram? Both. Both. So, uh, yep, he's got the tie dye shirts with all of his sayings on the back, and on the front it says uh, "Fellow Hunker Downers" up in the uh, chest area. It's a blue tie dye. Is that? Is that well, well, well from Will and Grace in there anywhere? Probably. Uh, That's what I remember. What's his name? Leslie. Leslie Jordan. Yeah. Well, 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 Karen Walker. Well, that's all. That's all my housekeeping. Just the okay. birthdays and the shout out to the uh, the farm boy. I have one <laughs> shout out if you. Um, and this is just because this was the most hilarious thing that I've seen on any of the Dallas groups recently and I just have to mention it because I think it's funny um, so it was in the Dallas TV show fans um, group on Facebook this guy named Ryan Hampton said this how I would have done the 2012 Dallas reboot which it was a, it was not a reboot it was a revival but whatever continuation um, what's the name continuation. of the group <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, Dallas TV show fans. Yeah. Which is a weird name, but it is what it is. Okay. Bear with me. I'm joining. First off, I would have kept all the promos and trailers um, in the the same where all the Ewings are sitting on the fence. Then they're at the lunch table, mean mugging each other. But on the first episode, I'd have Jeremy Wendell show up at South Fork, kill all the Ewings, and then take over the ranch with Snoop Dogg. 
the rest of the show would just be 90-year-old Wendell and Snoop Dogg just hanging out at the ranch and getting into shenanigans. Snoop could teach Wendell how to rap in one episode. It'd be great. And I, at first I was like, and then the more I thought about it, I was like, I would totally watch that show. I'm just saying. Like, you're not wrong. I would watch it. (laughs) Snoop Dogg! So props, Ryan, for making me laugh. Yes. That is different. Because <laughs> I love yeah. I love Snoop Dogg. And on this rewatch, I'm realizing how much I goddamn love Jeremy Wendell. I know. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't like him a long time ago, but now I feel like I've got more into the characters like now, huh. you know. I just feel his annoyance with everybody at all mm-hmm. times, where he's just mm-hmm. like, I came here to this restaurant to eat in peace and have no one talk to me. Get out of here, Cliff. <laughs> I love that. Just the look on his face. Yeah. Hey, look, we got, we got a shout out in our group from John Michael yeah. Milton that said, watch out for that nope rope. Today is World Snake Day. <laughs> oh, uh, and that's what he said. I saw it pop up, but... Uh-huh. I... <laughs> I want to want to go off on on a side okay. um, sidebar. Okay. Yeah. Um, sidebar. We'll first of all, sidebar. yeah. First of all, condolences to Priscilla Presley on the yeah, oh, oh, about, ben, about Benjamin. Yeah. Um, Benjamin but also, um, committed suicide. Yeah. Also, um, died by a suicide. Now. What did you know that? They're saying you should say died by suicide instead of saying committed. Oh, okay. I don't know why, but that's what I've seen online okay. in like the last okay. year. Died okay. by suicide. Um, yeah. But also, when there was talk of making the ill, you know that that awful scripted the, Dallas, the awful scripted Dallas movie. I think we um, should call it the ill. I like that. John Travolta was attached to play Jr., but. Um, we want to mention Kelly Preston, uh, who just passed at 57. Oh, right. I didn't yeah, even know she was sick. Is that horrible? Nope. Nobody did. No, they, okay. did. they, they got no. to quiet. Well, they are real private. And then the church was real private, too. They're Scientology. They said she was at the hospital and all that, but they were probably trying to heal her some other way first. I know. Uh, that's probably I why know. it was private. I mean, that's, not trying to be ugly, but it's probably. That's, that's, no, it's true. Yeah. And there was That's the fair. and there was the actress from Glee that uh, round. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. um, uh, Naya, Naya. I can never say. I never watched name. that show, so I didn't know who she was. But it's such so a sad funny, story. And I thought it was the stupidest show it's, ever, but I watched it anyway. It's, it's the third third death from that show. Was uh, I know they said they're saying it's a curse. It's the third death. And the the crazy thing is, so somebody posted a meme saying that they all sang songs that kind of predicted their death in a really weird way. Like Corey Monteith was something about drugs, and I I can't remember what the second one was, but she sang oh, "If uh, I Die Young," "If yeah. I Die Young" by the band Perry. And there's a line about "Sink Me in the River." Yeah. Eesh. Yeah. Uh, Leah Michelle and Chris Colfer, you better watch yourself. Mm-hmm. No, it was just tragic because. She saved her son, like made sure he got back on the boat, and then, as any parent would do, would do, and then couldn't hang on. Mm. And her son, four years old, like kind of knew where to direct them. Like, yeah, know, he'd stay in the was, boat and he lay down and just covered up. Yeah, until they found him, and he was like, "Well, she was over that way," and they fa- they ended up finding her. Yeah. Anyhow. 
on a happier note. I know, yes. right? Season three, episode 15. Is that right? Yes. Love yes. Marriage. Love Tonight we are talking about season three, episode 15, Love and Marriage. If Bobby could be persuaded to come back to work, Daddy just might let loose the reins, wouldn't he? But Bobby doesn't trust you any more than your daddy. Yeah, but Bobby's a lot easier to handle than daddy, especially if he had other problems. Why in the world are they sending you to Houston? So that you can have my job. I never asked for it. You got a job that's guaranteed to break up any marriage. I want you to stop spending all your time at the store and more of it here as my wife. Well, then I guess there's only one answer left. A divorce. It was written by Leonard Katzman, directed by Alexander Singer, and it aired December 21st, 1979, which means this is the very last episode of Dallas in the 70s. After this, we're in the 80s. We're going to be doing... And we're we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna whip it. Uh Whip it good. Yeah, this Alexander Singer's no relation to Mark Singer, who was on Dallas later, but um this episode actually aired the night after the episode that spun off Knott's Land. Hmm. It did. And it was number three for the week, finishing 0.1 ratings point behind the spinoff episode. And what do we have for casting notes here? Guess who returns tonight, folks? Susan Howard. Susan Howard. It's so much closer to those episodes I love her in. Mm-hmm. Love Susan Howard. And she is she is there through 1987, mm-hmm. season nine or ten, depending on how you number right. them by miniseries versus this, that, or the other. Mel Ferrer joins us as Harrison Page. Tom Ficello joined as Dave Culver, and Barry Corbin made his first appearance as Sheriff Fenton Washburn, and he would later go on to play JR's attorney in the new series. Am I wrong in that the actor who plays Dave Culver is always the guy who plays Dave Culver through the whole series? I think so. That's Dave Culver, like, the junior. He he is, and he's sadly passed of uh, AIDS in 1993. (gasps) Did he? Oh, man. Y'all, there's a bunch of people on that show that died of AIDS. If you read that book that we have, there's a whole bunch. I mean, that's the 80s, though. Yeah, that's true. Well, 80s. Dak, Dak Rambo, mm-hmm. Timothy Patrick yeah. Murphy. Yeah, and there's more, but they're like smaller characters, and they just kind of mention mm-hmm. it or whatever. Or they say complications with or whatever. But uh, Barry Corbin appeared in seasons two and four through six. We can... We can dive right in. All right. So baby John wakes up at 2.40 in the morning, waking up the whole household. Yeah. And guess what? Sue Ellen gets up. Yay. Mm -hmm. Again, again, paper thin walls and so forth. Seriously. Everybody hears this kid crying. Unless he's got a set of lungs. It's possible. JR. JR's not home. Surprise. And Bobby wakes up thinking Pam is probably with the baby because she's not in bed either. Right. He's like, I'm going to go in there and tell mm-hmm. her. But Sue Ellen's got the baby and Bobby comes in and she's like, I'm so sorry if he woke you. I think he's teething. Okay. So he had had meat recently because um, Mrs. Reeves told Lucy on the stairs that she, he had had meat that day. Well, so he's way too young to be eating meat. I, okay. I thought she said that, but I was like, maybe I didn't hear that. Well, he's, he's from, he's from Texas. <laughs> but he had um, teeth. Right. 
Yeah, but they 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 grow, they grow up sucking on a side of beef. You know, they come out of the womb sucking on like a side of beef. You know, it's down much. There. It's not. Go ahead. Sorry. What about? Okay. Was it some kind of maybe like meat? Meal puree, Maybe, but still, that's <laughs> way too early to be feeding that like, to your baby. Like, yeah, that's why too early. Like Gerber, Gerber meat yeah, puree right. or something like that. <laughs> yeah. well, Josh, what was the last time you saw a jar of baby food? It's pretty nasty. <laughs> right. I don't know, like the apples and bananas. Did you ever, did, did you ever, have, to, ever have to eat chicken sticks? Chicken, for a little? chicken sticks. You chicken, mean chicken sticks? Of, no, no, Gerber chicken sticks out of the little jar. Oh, no, I, I remember those, but I probably, but I don't those remember. Those were foul. It, it, almost as foul as Vienna sausage. No, I know. I know. You never want to see again. <laughs> nope. Over here. <laughs> I like the apple blueberry uh, sauce. From the, that all was the quick. ones that are like uh, fruits are pretty good. When I got my tongue pierced I in college, <gasps> I had to eat baby food for like two weeks. Yeah. And I lived on the like applesauce and the the, the peaches one. Those are mm. good. <laughs> oh, oh we, have a, we have a donut shop here that just unveiled their peach pie donut. I love donuts. It's crumbled on top and it's stuffed with That's peach pie. Donut. Donut. Is it the holy donut? Yeah. No. That's in Maine. No, okay. no, it is uni- it's Union okay. Square Donuts Wrong in, donut in Massachusetts. Place. But okay. Yeah. So baby John's teething, which means I hope to God he already had some teeth when they gave him meat. So then Bobby's like, Okay, and then we find where's Pam? Pam is in the den. And she's working. She's mm-hmm. working in the middle mm-hmm. of the night. Because she couldn't see. questioning like her timing. Like, do you really he's have like, to be down here? He's like, "Why the hell are you down here working?" And she's like, "Well, I heard the baby crying, so and then, but he didn't need me, so I figured I'd come down here." And right. He's like, mm, "Well, eh, don't know about that." And he 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 sees through her. He knows she's trying to avoid South Fork and like, trying to avoid oh, everything to do with. She's everything, strong, including yeah. me. She calls him out on it. Too. Bobby Ewing's she calls psychiatrist. Him out being Bobby Ewing's Bobby psychiatrist. Ewing's She's psychiatrist. like, why do, we, why do we need Dr. Elby when we have you, obviously? Hey. <laughs> and and, and then he's like, oh. Ha ha. <laughs> <laughs> another, another Bobby Ewing spinoff. And, I mean, I think like, like, yes, he's obviously correct about what's going on. But also like, if it's distracting her, maybe it's not been very long. Maybe... I don't know. Let her have it a little bit. I don't know. I understand the I comment know. you made about at, before we started. Maybe it was before we started recording about when you said I just this whole episode made you want to like burn your bra. Because mm-hmm. the, yeah, that was before we started recording this yeah. whole episode. I just wanted to burn my bra and just like say fuck the patriarchy and everything. <laughs> but we'll, we will we will get there. We're not gonna <laughs> take I, it. I have shit to say. And no, mostly for real. to Leonard it's... Katzman's ghost. Yeah. God damn it. But okay. Like <laughs> u- uber machismo ghost right there. But like Oh my god. But yeah, yeah, we'll get there. Seriously, this is this is where it started. Right. Yeah. Hmm. So JR's JR's making himself a drink oh, at that no. hour yeah, of the night or something because he's in the wasted in the living room. Home. <laughs> finally home, motherfucker. Look who bothers to show up at 3 a.m. And he's ch- chat- chastising Bobby about, you know, fighting with Pam in the middle of the night and all this crap like that. 
Be like, motherfucker, at least I was yeah. home with my wife. Asshole. At least he was doing his husbandly duties. He should have just like decked him in the mouth and kept walking. <laughs> I'm surprised Bobby didn't because it's Bobby. But yeah, he was just I'm gonna fight not you. having it. There's a radar. <laughs> and if Bobby had swung at JR in the living room, out of nowhere, Jock would have appeared. <laughs> probably, in, probably. <laughs> in his yeah. robe. Probably. In his robe. His and he would have, he would have, he would he would have struck that 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 With like pose his, he his takes. Like gold medallion necklace, like just shining through. And then you would have seen his jock cock hanging out at the rope. <laughs> what? <laughs> Damn! That just came from. I have a perverted mind. That's a thing now. You can never take it back, jock cock. <laughs> it's jock cock. He does a pose, and it's jock cock. Yeah, jock power. Oh, oh my god, we. Jock strap you in. That's our that's our first t-shirt, our second t-shirt, you guys. It's just Jack in the pose and says Jack Cuck. <laughs> that's yes. it. Um, we something we need to do fuck JR and fucking wagon. Yeah, yeah, we have to do we should do that. Oh Mary, you haven't said it in a while. Let's hear it. Oh, I mean fuck you too. I, there's plenty of times for me to say it. Oh, fuck, fuck you too. Well, he's going at he's going at Bobby in the middle of the night. But he's doing it pretty hilariously too, because he's wasted. He's wasted. <laughs> He's drunk as shit, and it's not the first time or the last time. Nope. Well, no, it's not the last time we see him drunk as shit in this episode. Yeah, that's true. Drunk as shit and laughing. Uh huh. <laughs> how, how how much of it is Hagman drinking real alcohol before shooting? I think a lot of it. 50, is. I think it, yeah. he has a little bit yeah. of realness. Yeah. You can tell by his eyes. Yeah. Yeah. He had the bathtubs filled with ice and but, champagne bottles from the day he arrived. And just like J.R. Ewing, Larry Hagman was a functioning alcoholic. Yeah, for sure. So that's filled over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but uh, and then we that's cut. Oh, and I want to say we yeah. we go to the next scene. There is a flash frame between those two scenes. And in the editing world, a flash frame is when you go between two scenes and there'd be like, so there's usually 30 frames per second, like different Mm -hmm. pictures that make up a thing. There's one frame. I was just going to have you clarify <laughs> yeah. that for everybody. That's not, there's, that's not in our profession. Right. That is, there's <laughs> one frame that is different or that is, does not have a picture. It's called a flash frame. And you most of the time won't notice it. Like, I'm so sure fast. Josh as well. Editors, editors are trained to notice that because it just mm-hmm. goes by so fast. You're you're just kind of like, oh, what was that flash? It's called a flash frame. It was a subliminal there message. There's a flash frame <laughs> between those two scenes where it goes from um, when they're that and then like the office building. And so I when it like, goes from Whoa. Jr. at home being drunk, and then it goes to show yep. Jr. and Kristen at Ewing Oil. There's a flash yep. frame. I yep. can look now. Cool. Is that what we yep. who are familiar with iMovie call a transition? <laughs> I mean, I no, it should not be a transition. No, I know. <laughs> a faulty it should, transition. It should be very seamless. Yeah, yeah seamless. It should be seamless. Seamless. called an accident. Yeah. Okay. It's um, called an editing boo-boo. Boo-boos. Speaking of um, when we were talking about T-shirts a minute ago, I just thought you guys yeah. might like to know that I have been helping Mary um, work on our website. What, what website? We have a website? Not yet, but we're going to make one. We will have one. Yes, we're we're making one right now. It'll be like the hub to reach all of our social media and you know the fan shop, the merchandise, merchandise. and links to episode, you know different platforms to listen to stuff and whatever. And I figured maybe yeah. we'd do like a short bio for each of us. New- yeah, for sure. 
Yeah. I was even thinking it might be fun to have like a little blog section where like if we wanted yes. to write about a certain subject, mm-hmm. like go off on a tangent about something random. That's yeah, what the absolutely. Real Housewives do on their blogs. They, oh, really? After each episode, we, they all get on and talk shit about each other and they <laughs> blog about episodes and Nice. Funny. We need we, a news section we, for, oh, yeah, we we news for the one. events. We do have news and updates. Yep. So let's go. Let's go to the office and see what's going on okay. there. Yeah. Okay. Where well, there's a big mistake here. Did you guys catch it? Tell me, and I'll tell you. Okay. Well, you were you were talking about the flash frame. That and then, Kristen says, "Dunkle Jack." Dunkle Jack. Yes. Okay, I did. Dunkle Jack. Yeah, I rewound it three times. <laughs> Dunkle Jack. Dunkle and Jack. Larry Hagman, I, I, you can kind of see Larry Hagman like hear it, but he just keeps going. Yeah. With the scene like a professional. <laughs> and I'm guessing it was probably the best take. Dunkle Jack. So they just kept it. Dunkle Jack. Right. I wonder if it would, they tried re-recording it a million times. You know how they, they did a million takes, but they sometimes keep the best one. Yeah. <laughs> Dunkle right. Jack. Dunkle Jack. How many times can you keep a straight face with those sitting there messing up like that and having Larry Hagman right. sit in front of you? I'd be like, I'm sorry. Uh-huh. I need to walk away for like an hour. Uh-huh. <laughs> I can't do this. And you know, you know he's going to rib you mm-hmm. on it later. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So JR is upset that the oil, Asian oil wells have come in and Jock still won't leave him alone. Yes, man. He's like, daddy, blah, blah, blah. The only way to get rid of Jock is to have him go home to Miss Ellie and have Bobby come back to the For office. For some reason, because Bobby, said, Thank you, Bobby's a lot easier to handle. Get Jock out, get Bobby back in. And Kristen's like the Greek chorus in this whole scene because she's the one that just is like, "Here's what could happen," and blah blah blah, and like, and it's like Jr. hearing it for the first time, like, "Oh, yeah," and you're like, hmm. Oh, "Maybe this could work to my advantage." Well, I never thought about that. Get me a drink, Kristen. <laughs> and Ray pulls up to the this fancy house in his truck. He looks so out of place. And Donna's hired help is not impressed. Not with him. at all. Nope. They're like, get out of here. No. They told him to go take del- deliveries around that. And he was like, yeah. uh. <laughs> and he's like, oh, <laughs> I have my deliveries for that lady over there. So, yeah. And that's going to be a horizontal delivery mm-hmm. and a horizontal mm-hmm. reception. <laughs> I'm going to be tapping that oil field before you know it. And Donna, she looks so cute. In her little red. Uh, yeah, like thingy. shirt. Yeah. And she's so excited to see him. Like you can tell she's just like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. We, put, we finally put Sam in the ground. We can get on I with know. it. And they just, those two really have <laughs> chemistry together. And, and she wants I think, Dave to meet him. I know. Right. She's just like, let's do this right. Like, but, I'm going to have my, my ex-husband's son meet you. Yeah. Dave is totally but cool, though. D- I think t- I think Dave is more interested in that, uh, taking that. Yeah, painting he just wants a painting. He's like, "Can I take this painting?" And and she's like, "Yeah, meet Ray." And he's like, "Yeah, I don't really care." Hi, yeah. nice to meet you. Can I have that painting of that person on the horse? We'll know Dave about as long as we know Donna on the series. Honestly, maybe even a little longer. I don't know. Uh, yeah, he's there. Uh, he's there okay. after. So, her, but her he is—he's so. always—he's a good guy. He's a good guy. He's, he's a always, good guy. Yeah. Very steady, very stable, yeah. you know. Very, he's just a, a good know, well. guy. <laughs> Dave Culver, good guy. Ray doesn't give a shit about any of this stuff. He's just like, as soon as 
Dave walks away. He's like, yeah, I can't stand here chit-chatting. Like, if I don't touch you soon, like, I can't stand it. And then, and she does, like, things for a second. Then she's like, well, fuck, let's just go. So let's then she go. jumps in his truck. Let's, <laughs> let's jump in the truck. Bring, bring that black cowboy hat uh, over here, you know? Yeah. I'm officially shipping them from, from this scene on. Like, I love them. Thank yeah, you. I love them. There is... You have to admit they got it right with, in the casting with the chemistry because... They did. You have those two. You have... Patrick and Victoria, you have Larry and Linda, mm-hmm. you have Barbara and Jim. Mm-hmm. Well, any and, any good show, a casting director is actually going to have chemistry tests. Mm-hmm. So my guess is right. they and have they, that. They they did their job right. They did. Because you've you've oh, we've all heard the story about uh, Patrick walking in seeing victoria for the first time and go oh please 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 yeah. please be her please be her please be her Do you know who the <laughs> casting director was for all this was it irene irene marinara was it okay oh right that sounds familiar like we talked about that in the beginning yep good job irene right, yeah. marinara i hope that's right marinara marinara, now, marinara, marinara. Mar- i'm hungry now <laughs> me too i haven't had dinner Olive Garden, anybody? <laughs> I just had a hot dog, but I ate it really fast, and the husband threw up, and now I'm hungry again. <laughs> Girl. Okay, so, so we go, we go to the store, and Pam's desk is a friggin' wet hot mess, red hot mess. Yeah. There, it is. Everything is all I'm over the place. So busy at the store. <laughs> what the fuck does she do? Is she purchasing? I mean, really, what does she do? She's like drawing like she's a designer at one time. Yeah, I'm like, I think she's the assistant to the head buyer who's Liz because okay. later she says she's the head buyer. So she's like the assistant to the head buyer. So okay. I don't I don't know what she's supposed to be doing. She's not designing things. So she, right. It looks like she's designing clothes. She's I know, not. That's not her job. Right. Your sketch pad out. And Liz Liz Craig played by Barbara Babcock, uh, futurely of Dr. Quinn Medicine Woman with Jane Seymour. Right. Um, she has that. What What is her accent? Is it, is it British? Is it? I think it's like a New Orleans thing. That's what it kind of sounds like to me. But I could be wrong. I'm not great at picking regions of the South, but I think it might be like New Orleans-y. I know we had this conversation before, and I think it, it seems yeah. like she's like kind of that, and she's trying to change it to be more Texan, so it's like a weird mix. Yeah. she right. was born, she's, she's just doing a bad accent. <laughs> she was born and raised in Kansas and actually right. lived in oh. You just saved me the she trouble. In, yeah, she lived in Japan for a while and was also schooled in Switzerland. So, no, oh, it's a fake accent. It's yeah. a fake Southern accent. It's it's a Victoria oh. Principal Southern accent. Times yes, 10. it is. <laughs> yeah. That's okay. They all had it's fake right. Southern accents, kind of. Except, I think Susan for Howard's was real. And yeah. Larry Hagman's was real because they actually were from Texas, weren't they? Both of them. It's funny you mentioned uh, Japan because Victoria Principal was, was born, born in Japan. Japan. She was, yeah. Fukuoka, Fukuoka, Japan. She lived yeah. all over the place, though, didn't she? She lived in Massachusetts. She lived in Massachusetts. Like an army. She lived brat. in Massachusetts. Yeah. Yes, yeah, she was. Her, her father so was Priscilla Presley. Victor. Mm-hmm. Victor. And her mother, Ree. So, and her name was Victoria Ree. Yeah, cool. Well, she's special. Yeah, he was he was in the military, and that's why she was born in Japan. Mm, cool. Okay. So Liz tries to get her to go to lunch, but she's she's not. But she's you know she's got to work. She's and you know what? And Liz says she's, she's always gotta say I work through my lunches too. Bad, 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 bad. But there is a reward at the end of that. 
I get out early on Fridays. <laughs> and Liz says she's overdoing it, which sounds exactly like what Bobby was saying. Like you're kind of working too hard. And Pam's but, just like, I'm working. You pay me to do a job. I'm doing the job. Uh-huh. But I mean, sounds, I'm just going to say, Pam, go get free lunch. And it sounds, but it yeah. does sound different coming from your coworker slash boss right. slash friend than your husband right. who's like, "Hey, you don't spend time with me," instead of who's your- just jealous of the time yeah. that you're not yeah. spending with him. And Pam, and Pam, Pam, yeah, a little tip, a little little tip for you, Pam. Food tastes better when someone else is paying yes, for it. Yes, it does. Well, not always. Not always. Don't contradict no, that. For real, <laughs> oh my God, girls especially girls. I got to tell you about this like horrible date. I went on a few weeks ago that turned into two horrible okay. days. <laughs> and, uh, wait, sidebar. Uh, sidebar. <laughs> well, basically not, not all food paid for by someone else is tastes better because you know what I learned a long time ago on first dates to still buy my own food. That's not a bad idea because I don't want it. I don't want anybody to feel like I owe them something. And trust me, that oh, that's true. Me. Right, right. Because right. gross. Men are, yeah. Men are trash. I'm just kidding. Actually, people are trash. <laughs> Anywho, oh, people are. Yeah. So the next okay. scene uh is JR pulling with Jock like, so I'm worried about mama. Like, jo- okay, Jack. But and don't you so love bullish. Jock has his own office, but he's sitting he at JR's desk. <laughs> I know, like, totally. It's still my company, motherfucker. <laughs> right. <laughs> It's my company, motherfucker. My company, company. C O M P slash N Y. Oh, company. t-shirt idea. <laughs> it's, oh, my, it's, still my, it's still my company. Still my company. <laughs> or this is our what does it say? Business. It's my business. It's my business. Business. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> no, no, that's awesome. I it's am my you company. And oil. It's my business. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My it's, company, my the, business. The, the, the UN oil, the, the, the UN oil, the UN oil company. My company, my business. Jockock. Perfect. All right. JR is concerned that he's not spending enough time with He's full of shit. Right. He and Jock is like, like that. that's yeah, that's not none of your business. And uh <laughs> and and Jared's like, well, I feel like it's my fault. And he's like, Oh yeah, do you? Do you because yeah. it is okay. Well, that's the thing. All all the shit that JR says about Jock and Miss Ellie, and you know, we're spending time with mama, blah blah blah. I'm like, dude, if you put half the fucking thought into the fake thought you put into your parents' marriage, into your own <laughs> right. real marriage. You wouldn't right. be having half the problems you do, motherfucker. Carry on. <laughs> motherfucker, carry on. Wow, she goes. And she's out of the gate, ladies and gentlemen. Can I get a hallelujah? Can I get an amen up here? Oh, man. Oh, yeah, yeah. Hallelujah. And the people said amen. Can I get an amen? Hallelujah. Can I get an F U J? Oh, he, he is he, he is trying to sell. And the thing is, is that Jock falls for it because it is what he wants is to be home with Miss Ellie. So he falls for it because 
He played his heart. He played his heart straight. And Jr. Jr. is Jr. is selling it. He is selling it, selling it. He knows that's Jack's. He he is, and he knows that's Jack's weak spot. But da- da- Daddy, mm-hmm. it's it's got to come from they you. They are is very connected. It's got to come from you. You got to be the one to tell. You got to tell. You got to be the one to tell Bobby. Bobby to come back to the office because you yeah. want to spend time with Mama. Yeah. Jack's like, well, I think we should both do it. And then Jared's like, actually, I got a little business I have to take care of on the side. And Jack's like, uh huh, whatever, and walks away. And that that just blow off is Jack. I think just insinuating that he knows that it's like Kristen. Yeah, was and my interpretation why, of that. You know, as much right. harping as he was doing on Jr. last season about, you know, I've never interfered in your life, but you know, now I got to put my foot down, dude. Uh, I'd be like, okay, look, you and 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 Chris, what the fuck are you doing, you fucking idiot? Yeah, I mean, you're making bad choices, man. <laughs> why? You know, obviously he's been there. Obviously he. I'm not going to say he's been there now. Maybe you need to cut that part out. <laughs> but <laughs> obviously, maybe he sees a little bit of JR like in himself when he was younger. Or I should oh, say. Oh, deaf, deaf. Right. I think like, that's definitely the problem. He doesn't like, feel he can dude. judge because he's been there. But at the yeah. same time, he's like, dude, I, you know, I feel like he's trying to say, dude, I'm trying to tell you you're, focusing on, you're focusing on the wrong shit. Yeah. 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 Yep. Totally. And then Jock, and then Jock walks Absolutely. out, and then Jr. just looks so goddamn proud of himself. And I'm just like, shut up, Jr. He smirks. He has that Jr. smirk. Should we drink every time Jr. smirks? Oh God, we, how we'd long, be wasted. How long yeah. is our? We would be how dead. Long is our list now, be dead. man? It's we'd pretty long. Dead. We, I don't think we could do the smirking. You can't add the smirk because that's just mm. killing our audience. Mm-hmm. If anyone's playing this game for real, <laughs> you're dead. You're dead. You, you would, yeah. you would need a new liver, Hagman yeah. style. The store. Yeah. Fucking hate the store. Too. The store. <laughs> Bobby with his walking in with his yellow flowers. I don't know what kind of flowers are those. I'm not good with flowers. What are those? They look like? Yellow roses, weren't they? I'm not good with flowers either. They might not be. I'm not good with flowers. I don't like flowers. Yeah, I don't know. If I saw them, maybe. I don't know. Right. I hate I this whole I scene. I don't think Bobby so bringing like sardinias or something. So there's probably yellow roses. That's true. It was, it was something probably expensive. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. Bobby doesn't. Bobby does not take her work seriously. Really he just wants her to get up and leave and go to yeah. a movie and yeah, go to the, because he's not taking any of it as meaning anything. Like he comes in to like apologize and being like, "Okay, well, I'm sorry. I was a dick. I'm." Let's go to dinner. Let's go to a movie. No, I want to go to dinner and a movie. With a dinner and a movie. And she's like, oh, like, and she feels bad. She's like, I really want to, but I have like a meeting. There's a, a photo shoot, shoot a meeting, a meeting in like a half a hour. And so I, I can't get out of it. Like, I, have a, I have a job. And he's like, uh-huh. well, get someone else to do it. And I feel like Bobby, one, doesn't understand how jobs work. And two, exactly. doesn't take her job seriously at all because you can't do that i don't care what job you have you can't just walk out like even if it's your own business you can't just be like well i'm just gonna put somebody else in in, in that meeting or that photo shoot like no it's your work what if she walked into ewing oil and did that to him exactly honestly i think she has done that before or is going to like she'll get in his office and be like well can't you just leave and have an uh you know and when he starts working again it comes later 
And he starts being like that. Right. It's not any different for a man than it is a woman. Her job's just as important. And I don't think that he takes any of it seriously. Right, but he's not seeing that at all. And that's <laughs> where, like, my brain is like... And, uh, and so she's, like, trying to be... She's trying to play it, like, okay. Like, I know that he's going to trouble here. So she's like, well, let's let's do it tomorrow. Like, I can, I can reshuffle things tomorrow so we can go and do it. And he's like, no. We have to go tonight or nothing. And he pouts off like a and, baby. Mm-hmm. He stomps off like I'm a little so baby. I'm so mad at him in the scene. Uh, so mad. All right. I know you say it to JR, but. Fuck you, Bobby. We won't hear that very often, but it'll come at least. You won't, but you're going to hear it a few times. Yeah, there's a couple more. I'm going to have to say that later, but mm-hmm. not in this episode. Well, maybe, but. Right. Same. Now let's, let's go to the next scene in a fashion statement here. Jock's brown suit. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Let me see if I write it. Cause I usually do. That brown suit just stuck, uh, you know, stood out to me. I was like, what the? That suit is odd. It's when he goes to talk to Bobby in the den. And Bobby's like, Jock's like, hey, you should come back and work for Ewing Oil. And Bobby's like, eh, no. <laughs> like, no. No, but got, Jock twists his arm a little bit. And, I'm running you know, the ranch. He's like, here's a nope sandwich, Daddy. <laughs> a nope sandwich. And... A nope sandwich. <laughs> what does nope. it taste like? <laughs> tastes like snake. Ooh, no nope rope. No. It's like, it's like, <laughs> it's like fucking danger noodle. It's like penis in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> <Ew>. Sorry. <laughs> you said danger noodle. Is that a penis? Oh, that's a snake. Shit. See, <laughs> <I'm> a snake. <laughs> It's getting a little Freudian here on the Ewing Barbecue podcast. Oh. <laughs> or Sarah losing her mind. It tastes mm. like penis in your mouth. <laughs> That's Tell what a nope sandwich tastes like. Penis in your mouth. Tell me what and gentlemen. is like. <laughs> With Josh, look at him. He's like. Sorry, Josh. <laughs> Are you okay? <laughs> Sorry about the can we can we regain can you regain yourselves? Sorry. I'm just laughing. At, okay, I'm just sorry. laughing at you laughing. Well, I, I was just laughing because I posted this meme. It says has a wiener. Has a, wait, where is it? Has a wiener dog, and it says, "Hey girl, yeah. I hear you like wieners." Get it? Hey, didn't you have a hot dog for nice. dinner? Yeah, and, wiener. and my wiener sat on my lap while I ate my hot dog. Oh, I'm already in there. I have a black wiener in my den. He's a furry, long, flat weaver. Oh, my I God. I love to make jokes. Sometimes, I, I, sometimes, I just need my, sometimes I just need a glass of wine in my wiener. That's it. <laughs> Lucky girl. Craig, <laughs> laughing, Craig, that, that, laughing. that right there calls for a yes. Yes. <laughs> so then Jock basically says, um, what I'm saying is I need your help. Mm-hmm. And Until then, they can get JR on the right track, which is... Right, and that gets to Bobby because, like, Bobby doesn't want any part of it, but his daddy's asking for his help. Like, he can't really say no. He can't deny him, yeah. And I feel like Jack knows that's the one way to get to him, so, yeah. Until he gets Shayar on track, uh, that's not going to (laughs) happen in this lifetime. Um, Right. Yeah. um, Right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. And then there's a beautiful scene between Jock and Miscelli, where Miscelli's just standing out on the porch, looking off into the distance. Lamenting everybody drifting apart. 
Right. And she's nostalgic for what the way that life was when the boys were little and everyone was around and 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 she just doesn't really she's not looking forward to the future and Jack is like, well, this is the time of my life I've been looking forward to, like my whole, like I've been looking forward to the time when I could like retire and be with you. And Ellie's like, yeah, well, it must be nice to like this because I hate it. Uh, a large, a large happy family, the Ewings, please. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah. this shows like they're yeah. not on the same page right now. Like he's like, this is where it's at, and she's like, yeah, I was way more fulfilled before. Sorry. Jock says they have everything they need, you know, they have that they have each other, but and Ellie goes, not like we used to. Yeah. Ouch. Yeah. I think there's a little, still a little lingering resentment of the Amanda situation. That's, yeah, obviously. Right. And everything else that was happening, I think, you know, because almost having a drill on South Fork. Almost having a drill on South Fork. Um, his almost affair with Julie Gray. Like it's, I think it's all just been building. Yeah. Jock not teaching JR boundaries and you know, how to. Right. And then the whole, like, I, I'm, I also wonder if there's a little bit like when he had those health scares where she's just reacting to that, like the possibility of losing him. So in her mind, she's just a little bit separating from him. I don't know. Just because she's afraid of that, he had that his, and she and she had hers. So they both have had yeah. health scares. So they yeah. both real, yeah. they're both realizing mortality here at this point. Right? Yeah, they're, they're advancing in years. He's not he's not a young wildcatter anymore, True. running the fields with Digger and Jason, and out there and doing their stuff. And mm-hmm. you know, it's just. Yep. Oh, and that's going to be an interesting thing to for us to do a podcast on is the early years. But we have to wait until it aired. Yeah, we have to wait until within the series. Eighty six ish. Yeah, I love it. Somewhere around there. I might have to watch it beforehand just to watch it because it's been a while. Um. So then we cut to the Longhorn, where uh, Bobby's meeting up with Ray. And Ray's got a surprise. Who's he with there? He's with his lady Donna. Bobby's alone. Do you think Bobby really wanted to stay and hang out like Donna said? Like she said she felt like if she wasn't there that he oh, would have totally. like yeah. they would have closed yeah. down the bar. Yeah. yeah. For real. <laughs> Bobby was feeling like dejected because Pam has a life other than him and he's like and, and Bobby shows up expecting it to be just Ray and then it's Donna and he's like, "Okay, this is awkward." Uh, a little mm-hmm. bit. Get her a baby. Like he says he'll talk. This is funny. He says he'll talk to Ray later, but later is, ends up being like thirty seconds because then he tells him I what. Know. He's, <laughs> right. And I was like, hmm. He's like, oh, we'll talk about it later. <clears throat> okay, actually, I'm just going to tell you right now. <laughs> right later, it's been thirty seconds. That that's technically yeah. later. So let's let's spill right. the spill right. the beans here. Yeah. And then, then we cut to the, cut to the driveway and Pam pulling up. Right next to oh, before, Trina, before, almost bumping in the JR and the. <laughs> before that, though, in the scene before, I just wanted to say that, like, I think uh, Donna makes a statement that I don't think comes from the Donna we get to know and love later. What did she say? Because Donna, make, she says um, something like um, how Pam is making a huge mistake 
and how like she wouldn't let her husband like she wouldn't work work late for and then he'll let her husband go out drinking with other people in a bar and I know blah, blah, and that's blah. not like her at all and I was Anna like, is very not insecure and very strong and, through the whole right and yeah. I feel like this is a moment where we're supposed to side really we're supposed to be seeing Donna is like the voice of other women even being like, oh, Pam's making a mistake. And we're supposed to like feel that mm-hmm. Pam is doing that and like shame her kind of. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't feel like the Donna character to me. Yeah. I, don't like it. I have a favorite scene with Donna in it. And it's a few, few, few episodes away. Well, like a whole season, I think. But when we get to awesome. that one, scene with Donna. And I, I feel like this show, like Katzman is a self-admitted like yeah. uh, male chauvinist yeah male chauvinist mm-hmm. like yeah he was like yeah of course i'm a male chauvinist yeah. and i think it really shows it mostly in this scene because he's really like showing like women shouldn't be out and let their like working late they should be home with their husbands especially barefoot and pregnant <laughs> i'm just not i'm not on par with that they always said that the show was definitely male chauvinist and it was the male characters do something and the women react to what the male characters are doing. Right. And that's, that was what a lot of yeah. the formula was. And this is the late seventies, early eighties. And I think that still was in a lot of people's minds anyway, mm-hmm. not us. Yeah. Well, you know what I mean? Like that was still kind well, of. Yeah. And I also think I it's a little bit of reaction to the women's movement that was happening at this very time. Right. True. I think that was his reaction. Burn your bras, ladies. Right. Which is where I'm like, I can't even handle it. So this next scene is a lot. A lot. Which is, oh, uh, yeah. It starts right with JR getting out of the car and he's walking between the, like, next to the garage door and Pam oh. pulls up almost like. He starts uh-huh. harassing her. Wait, he wait. lays uh-huh. into her. Wait, drink. She goes, <laughs> when she pulled up, she screeched. Oh, drink. She's. <laughs> Drink. But you know, Hagman seems a little drunk to me in this scene. Just gonna throw that out there. Hagman probably was drunk in this scene. I said Jr. pushes Pam's buttons. Like he knew exactly what to say to her to push her buttons. I I, I like though that in other episodes when when Pam was angry, she, we had her riding the horse in a very angry way. Mm-hmm. Poor horse. Now now we just get now we just get angry eyes. No, we just get screech screeching cars and angry eyes. Screech cars, angry eyes. Oof. So where do we start? Well, I said JR starts harassing Pam. She calls him out. Boom. So what is what is okay, so he goes in and he's like, Oh, blah 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 blah. And she said, wait a minute. <laughs> blah 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 blah. <laughs> <laughs> Charlie Brown parents. Wah, 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 wah. Yeah, she just, so, so Pam doesn't know yet that Bobby's going to go back to work. I think, so he's... Oh. Uh, JR is trying to... Yeah, he's trying to put, like, a little wedge in their marriage. So he's she doesn't know that, that Bobby's going to go back right. to Ewing Oil. And so he reminds her, like, working at Ewing Oil, I sleep around a lot. That's what happens. And Bobby used to sleep around a lot, too, when he when he and was working at Ewing Oil. He's like, she's like, I heard that Bobby left the field wide open for you, but uh, according to... Right. I think that leaves the field wide open. Wide open, right? Exactly. <laughs> he's like, well, I don't know about that because uh, like, like his secretary's legs. He's oh. like, he's like, uh, he goes, well, if you, if you would like to find out sometime, like he hits on her, right? He 
he does. He's like, you want to? He says, you ever want to find out sometime, honey? And she's like, oh and then she says, you aren't man enough for me. <laughs> yeah, and he's been eyeballing her since the buoys scene oh, yeah. in the pool. Of course he Before has. That, of course he has. Like, he's like, you know what? I was man enough to produce a son and an heir, and with Sue Ellen, and he bombshell. Like, and she like, couldn't contain it. She's like Sue Ellen and Cliff. Yeah, and he then when he says that, yeah. he's like. He yeah. like stops and she goes, oh. Yeah. <laughs> and then she feels bad and then she's like, oh, I'm sorry. Like, I shouldn't have gone that yeah. far. And he's, he's like, that barn's he's, trash. He's, he calls her trash. Yeah. He does yeah. call her trash. And I'm like, that's, oh, that's, 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 you, that's always his go-to is to call her trash. I was like, girl, but she speaks the truth. And who's the real trash here? <gasps> You're sleeping with your wife's sister. His His wife's sister who's the, whose high school diploma is still drying, for God's sakes. Right. Disgusting. Right. Yeah. That's yep. why I call her side piece and go, ugh, so much at him because he's, <laughs> he's gross. Cut to angry JR drinking. Mm-hmm. Yes. Calls her trash, caught him Stomps off guard. right into the living room. And I yeah, said, he's girl, so mad. I said, girl, don't apologize to his sorry ass. Right. Uh-uh, don't apologize. Mm-mm. She got him good. He's All right, Mary, let's hear it. Mary, let's hear it. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. Fuck you, JR. And go Pam. Uh, this round. Oh, Pam. Yeah, Pam won this one. Oh, mm-hmm. big time. Because <laughs> she, she, she sent him right to the bar. That's what but, then, but then Pam goes and tells Bobby that she was mean to him. And I'm like, girl, who the fuck cares? For, right. First, he, he he's, not, he's not mad that she was working. He deserved but. it. But. <laughs> She's like, I was mean to JR. My right. first question was, what the motherfucker... My first question would be, what did the motherfucker say to you first? Right. right. I'm like, I don't, I don't care if you were mean to JR. <laughs> but That's the like, only thing he's cared about, he's like, you didn't tell him about the neurofibromatosis, did you? And she was like, oh, nope. No. Like, didn't even think about it. Nope, yeah. I, didn't, I did not. She was, I just want to get no. a dig at him. That was it. And she uh, doesn't want to risk having another child and losing another child and... Right. And Bobby brings up the idea of adoption, and Pam says that would make her feel more guilty. And I, I don't. I think she's just when the adoption. I think she's just saying like, I need would need to think about that. Like this is all really fresh for me. Like this loss, and I really wanted to have a baby, so I had to think about it. Mm-hmm. And that's what I think she was trying to say, but Bobby took it as a rejection of the idea, um, and. Then he gets mad that her for running around and like dealing with all of her stuff at the store, which I think I think he honestly like needs to give her a break. Either one, ask her to go to talk to someone like Dr. Aldi or just give her some fucking space to deal with her loss. You know, yeah, she has to figure that out before she can be a good mom to another child. Um, Right. She's still processing her feelings, and I think it's fair to, like, not jump at adopting a kid right at this second. Right. I mean, why would you want to – that's that's a lifetime decision when you go the right. adoption route. Or, yeah. I mean, you, you, a child you, in any way, yeah. You, you can't, can't take you it can't lightly. Make, you can't make that decision on the spur of the moment because right. it's, it's, right. it's right. permanent. Right. Right. And then Jr. sneaks into his bedroom still – you know, drinking, and he's talking to a sleeping swell and calling her a tramp, hmm. and vows to destroy, vows to destroy Cliff and yeah. Pam. And you know what? 
I bet she w- wasn't asleep. I was thinking I that. She heard him and I th- she should have right. turned around and just motherfucker. Just she should have sucker punched him right in the she's face. She's probably she, just like she should have just opened up a can of cold cock. Bam. She should have. Well, cold cock. Cold <laughs> 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 cock. He said cock. Don't you remember that he old? Com- you remember that old commercial at Saturday Night Live? Cold cock. The beer? <laughs> no, I don't remember that. You, you open the drink and you get punched in the face. Uh, That's <laughs> so cool. Oh, oh okay. so the sheriff shows up with Ray. Uh-oh. Oh, dun dun so, dun. So, well, but 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 for Sarah, we have to comment that Sue Ellen leaves in her oh, Sue Ellen fucking wagon. In the fucking wagon. Right, and we finally meet. We finally meet Sheriff Washburn. Who she makes sure to say good morning to Ray or Bobby. Who is she saying good morning to? Somebody. Who? Sue Ellen. When she takes off, there's like a voiceover. She says good morning to somebody. Oh, yeah. I don't know. (laughs) She gets in the she gets in the fucking wagon. She's like good morning, somebody. Whoever. I don't. It was Bobby or Ray. It was one of them. It was. She was happy. Well, 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 Ray Ray and. Ray and Fenton were arriving at the ranch, so maybe it was Ray at the same time that she was leaving. Could be. Could be, could be. So we're getting an update on the the skeleton. Oh, yes. yes. (laughs) South Fork, Ray's house, hashtag haunted. (laughs) Yes. Bobby asks uh, if JR shot anyone when he was a kid. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Which is it's legit funny. Oh yes, JR <laughs> does not think it's funny <laughs> because he probably did shoot somebody when he was a kid. <laughs> and they've decided that it was yeah, the it was a thirty-year-old murder. It was probably a grifter that had. Uh, yeah, that's what they're thinking. They're like, they're not even taking it serious. They're like, it's probably someone who was just hanging out because it's a big, it's a lot of land. So probably just someone who was I- hanging out and died. Somebody had to fucking bury him, though, because you seriously like, how are you going to get he they Okay, they had to excavate that, which means they had to dig a little bit. Somebody buried him. Somebody had to. Otherwise, if he just died somewhere, he'd be exposed and they'd find a skeleton above ground. But they started digging, which is when they found him. So somebody. Mm -hmm. It's true. It's true. Yeah. Somebody buried him. Yep. And I have a question about the the staff uniforms. So. Today, the staff is wearing yellow outfits, hmm. and other days they've been wearing teal outfits and that are like blue slash teal outfits. And I'm wondering, how does that work? Like, do you just get to pick the color you're wearing? Are there like on Tuesdays we wear yellow, on Fridays, on, on Wednesdays we wear pink? <laughs> right? Is it like what your duty is? And on like, the, week- you work on in the, the weekend we wear, wear nothing. This? Maybe. I mean. Yeah. So I'm just wondering what the rules are. I know we're never going to know, but that uh, interested me. Well, I wanted we'll, to throw that out there. We should call Rosanna Christensen, who played Teresa for many years, and ask Can her I, her thoughts. Or who was, she, She's going to be like, I have no idea. That's who was the, the wardrobe they gave me. Who was the wardrobe person back in those days? It was before, before, before whatever. Before Trevilla. Before Trevilla. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, like, why did you put the staff in different color uniforms? Right. It just bothers me. Like, pick one. Anyway, maybe spicy. Yeah. Did it go spring colors versus winter? Was it was it different for when Easter versus 
Did they do different colors when Teresa was really Francesca? I just noticed it because I've been, I noticed specifically that the outfit like last episode or the one before was almost exactly the same as the waitresses from the double R in Twin Peaks. It was like the same, like teal blue. And then, and this one, it was yellow. And so it really stood out to me. Did you start, did you start hearing? Sometimes they wear black too. Did you start hearing the uh, Twin Peaks theme in your head there? Raul also wears like a white dinner jacket sometimes. That's true. Yeah. He's well, he's trying to impress Teresa because they're 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 banging out in the uh, servants' quarters. Yeah, they probably are. Yeah. That's that's cool. But were they married? Nobody ever said that's that. I wonder. I re- they were. Well, I think know, that people, people call people employed couples. Back then, yes, and that was the that was the that was the premise of the show, The Good Life, with Larry Hagman and Donna Mills. They were married couple (laughs) that were bored, and they went to work as a butler and a maid for a millionaire, played by David Wayne. That's crazy. Yes, so Jr. worked for as a butler for Digger Barnes in another TV show, and he had Abby as his (laughs) maid. And there are episodes of that on YouTube. Cool. They really should have had Elena be the daughter of Raul and Teresa. Oh, yeah. It was just too well, late. That would have made sense. Well, Ma- Marlene, made the most sense of Marlene and I joked about that, and we said that we came up with our own story that uh, Carmen was Teresa's sister or sister-in-law or something like that. We well, just that never was just such a weird missed opportunity to just tie yes, it, it back was. to the original. I don't get it. Ray and Donna, I think, are just fucking like rabbits. Yeah. Yeah, and Ray Ray tells uh, Bobby that he's going to ask, he thinks he's going to ask Donna to marry him already. Um, God, Ray in his, like, just wanting to get married, like, I, I, like, it's, like, I, like, I get that, but it's like, it almost seems like he doesn't care who it is. Like, yep. he just wants to settle down. Yeah, and- Bob, 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 I'm going to ask, uh, I'm going to ask Maureen to marry me. Bob, I'm going to ask Garnet McGee to marry me. Uh, right. Yeah, Bob, uh, Bob, I'm going to ask, I'm going to ask Surprise, Donna to marry me. he didn't try to marry Sue Ellen after their one night stand. <laughs> or Lucy, uh, after screwing in the barn. <laughs> right. Uh, he just knew that Jock would kick his ass. So that's the only reason he didn't. Jock-cock. Okay. VIP parking for the fucking wagon. At, in that same exterior shot of Dr. Elby's office. So this is where Sue Ellen is admitting to Dr. Elby that she's attracted to JR's vulnerability. And I'm like, oh, yes. And she's she's all like, I'ma help him. I'm like, girl, stop. Oh, not good. That's gonna be I have a feeling that that is gonna be a reoccurring thing as the series goes on. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Well, yeah, but she's she's basically admitting that she's still in love with him, but Right. But she's and not she's mad at herself for it. And she's mad at herself for it. Yeah. She's because like, he instantly reverted to being a jerk like overbearing one second later. and cruel scoundrel after he struck a oil yeah. in Asia. Yeah. And we've had that conversation before where she he will like dismiss her and keep her at arm's length but then when he's feeling down or particularly vulnerable he'll this and this is a classic manipulator like narcissist tactic they'll be an asshole and be an asshole and be an asshole and then when their partner is there for whatever reason they'll be like oh well blah 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 and they'll put the pouty face on and that is just like like 
Yep. That draws them right back in. And right back remember in. when yep. Sue Ellen's sitting there going, remember the last episode when she was sitting there going, I've never really heard you scared like this before. This is the first time I've heard fear in your voice. For her, that was like, whoo, Aphrodisiac. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, yep. oh, I want him again because he's scared sounding. I can cover him. I can fix him. I can fix him. That's the thing. And that's never good. No. And then then Dr. Elby's like, well, why don't you leave him for Dusty? And then she's basically, she admits like, I'm afraid that the same thing will happen with Dusty. Because I wonder if, if JR was just like Dusty was in the beginning. At the beginning. Right. That's why she was like. Except Except JR didn't ride horses. Yep. No, but I'm sure he was just as charming and just as loving and just as attentive. You know, it's a thing to reel her in and make sure she's in it for life. Right. Yep. And then she instantly goes into protective mode against herself. And she's like, like, I don't think I want to do this anymore. Dr. Elby, I'm done. And Dr. Elby is a pro and he spins it. He's like, "Uh -uh, no. (laughs) You've you've made advances, you. You, you've made advances and you you've you've taken to your child and this and that blah blah blah. Could you imagine JR as a rodeo rider? No. God, no. <laughs> He's afraid to get in a fist fight. He's not gonna ride a bull. Exactly. Uh, I, I was surprised he got on a horse and wins a vengeance. <laughs> right. Pussy. Uh, did I say that out loud? Uh, yes, you did. Well, you are what you so, eat. Oh um, Jock. So Jack is going to lunch like a true businessman. This now th- this scene with Bob, Bobby and Jock is very it disturbed me in a little bit away because okay he talks Bobby talks about you know the idea of adopting mm-hmm. and yeah. Jock yeah. said he wouldn't be a real Ewing and that's right which is bullshit it is bullshit and, and that. Josh- and that rever- that reverberates. That reverberates. Yeah. Wouldn't be a real Ewing. Just remember that phrase. Well, right. and I'm sure it, it. I'm sure it, it's it's very bothersome because. But you know, real Ewing blow. I'm sorry. I don't give a shit about bloodline. It's how much. It's about being a real parent to that child, no matter if you birth that child exactly. or not. Right, it's not the right. blood in the veins; it's the uh, raising of the. It's the raising. Right. It's the rearing and the them, raising and the and the love in your like heart. When you, when you take on that role of mother or father or whatever, like person in a child's life, that's it's pretty damn significant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. I think it's supposed to re. It's supposed to be re- like showing maybe like. About little John, like what if little John is Cliff? Yeah. Is my guess is that, and so we're supposed to be more worried about Jack finding that out. That makes sense, I guess. Mm-hmm. But it's still, it's still kind of shitty. Yeah, way. it's very shitty. It's very shitty. It it speaks volumes about Jack's thinking. Right, you know, and Bobby looks like crestfallen too. Yeah, Bobby, because Bobby just wants a kid, and he's just like, "We could adopt," and he's just like, "No, that wouldn't be a real Ewing." And Bobby's like, "But, oh." And, and you know what? Didn't Miss Ellie tell Sue Ellen back in like, what was it before she even got pregnant that 
she was like, well, you could always adopt. And she's, and she was kind of like, uh, you know, knowing exactly what Jacques would think. And Miss Ellie was like, you let me handle him. Yeah. Right. Yes. She'd, she'd whip his ass into shape. Be like, motherfucker. She pulled that horse. uh, She pulled that horse whip out. Yeah. Yeah, she would. She would. I can see it. She'd be like, you, you motherfucker, they can't have one naturally. Don't you dare say anything about this baby not being a real Ewing because you know what makes you a Ewing? These girls, they married into this family. They're real Ewings. This baby raised by them, that's a real Ewing. Yeah. And Jock saying what he said and seeing, projecting it ahead, you know, JR, JR mm-hmm. really is like little little jock in a way because mm-hmm. he carries that idea of real ewing not real ewing as you're you're going to see that probably more down the line which is why i also think he doesn't because they don't know who the father of little john is right now that he's still standoffish towards the baby Yes, and we need a damn paternity test for God's sake to get know. that thing over we, with. We need Which one. Is, it's Come coming on. up in a couple episodes, isn't I know, it? We keep saying that, but damn, it feels like forever. I know, right? Yeah. But I can't wait till it comes because uh, that is another. <laughs> that is another one of my favorite I do like episodes. That episode. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then Jr. and Kristen go to lunch, and it's how it looks like they're. It looks like they're lunch at a brothel. Yeah. Uh, yes. I said. <laughs> JR takes side piece to lunch. Store Ooh. owner shows up. <laughs> How convenient. Harrison How Page shows conven- up. She's Mel- like, what are we doing here? And JR's like, oh, don't worry about it. <laughs> Mel-, Mel Ferrer shows up and he's like, hey, I own the store. How about that? Right. right. <laughs> hey, you want to get in on those Asian oil leases? What if you get Pam sure. promoted? Uh, what do can we little little sum sum here on the you know and little you scratch my back, I scratch your back, and we take care of a problem. Yeah, yeah. And that's when he says Harrison Page says like because he says something about like Pam working at the store and not getting promoted, and I actually had to like pause this yeah. and then put the closed captioning on to understand exactly what he was saying, but he said. I thought she was just there for a lark. Yep. Yep. A lark. And I was so mad because why would you like? She's been working her ass off at this job that seems really hard, yeah. putting all this time in, and he thinks she's there on a lark. Fuck you, man. Makes it what the hell? makes him sound, sound. He makes it sound like she. It's just a side hobby. Yeah. I just. Right. I'm like, I wrote, are you goddamn kidding me? Fuck you. Fuck the store. Fuck your face. <laughs> and flips over a table. Fuck your face. <laughs> no. Flip the table over. Boing. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and fuck the 70s. <laughs> Bye, so like, fuck this guy too. <laughs> Bye, so this, this episode is how we end a decade. It is. It is. And I think it's yeah. very convenient because it's really, I think, what was happening at the time. Yeah. And it's you are the the season was shorter back then. It ended in March. So oh, you get I mean, into January, you're not really too far off from the end of the season. That's true. I didn't think about that. That's weird that the season ended in March back then. Right. I wonder what was up with that. Um, just more time for reruns in the summer. Like I love cheaper? reruns in the summer. Well, it it, it was too. still a a newer show, and it was probably that's true. And they're just like, we'll just replay them all in the summer. We're, we're, we'll we're, get more viewers, maybe. And that's when they had the uh, the strike. 
is between that season and the oh, next season. So what should have right. started in September was right. delayed till late October, October? beginning of November. Yeah. Yeah. So you had so to, that was a long break and you had for to rerun everyone to catch up. You mm-hmm. had eight months before you did whatever, you know, yep. and we'll get there and it's going to be, we'll get there. It's going to be awesome. Can't wait. It's going to be a ride. Um, yeah. So let's so see. So JR likes seeing Sue Ellen uh, play with baby John. He's home early. It's, 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 it's barely 10 o'clock and he's home. Right. It's early for him. And he's not completely wasted for once, which is good. Good. So Ellen's like, do you, do you want to hold the baby? And JR does not want to hold the baby. He's just like, no, no, no. He doesn't want to hold the child. The child. And then he suggests that she stop seeing Dr. Elby. And so she says she can't stop seeing him now that she's seeing what he really has to offer. And of course, JR takes this sexually. Because well, he is, he is Dr. Elby with that That's hair, he and he's the person. most eligible bachelor. Right. How can the, you resist? Yeah. Right. He's got the guzzler hair really? going. And it's <laughs> mm-hmm. How could she resist? Sue Ellen suggests maybe JR should see him because he's worked wonders for her. Right. And I mean, that would actually uh, it, it, been really good. <laughs> it's kind of weird because when she said that, you know, his work wonders for her the way she, it was, and what he really has to offer of sounding sexual, and then saying Jr. should see him. I'm sitting there going, Jr. not gay. Ah. Jr. not a, a homosexual, as they said back well, then. And that's that's what I said. You know, she's laying there playing with the baby. She turns around and he's being an ass, and she's like. She's thinking, oh, I'm going to fuck with him a little bit. Yeah, she knew how to. <laughs> she's like, I'm yeah. going to be like, eh, you know, just kind of like poke, 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 poke at him. She's like, don't you want to hold your son? And he's like, no. Nope. But I'm just like, dude, motherfucker, he, never mind. I would think, <laughs> I would think that JR would be a little happier in this episode because he just I know news that Gary and Val were going to live in California. And not only that, he's drunk all the fucking time in this episode. So why isn't he more happy? (laughs) Right. He's probably, he's probably, he just got daddy off his back. The Asian, the Asian Asian Wells came in, Gary and Ray, Gary and Val are gone. Um, I guess that I would make the argument that it's because he has a little hole in his heart. He finds impossible to fill. Like the Grinch. Because <laughs> his heart's two sizes too small. And he always wants mm-hmm. what he cannot have. Exactly. He's having a hard time filling that void of what's missing in his life. And that's called self-esteem. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I had Psych 101 and 201, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> and Bobby is pissed at Pam again because she's late again. And- and, and and Bobby is uh, what is he is chew, chewing at his nails to the chewing his nails to the quick waiting for Pam. Why does that bother him so bad? And she says, "Well, she don't the, give a fuck. Well, care. the only solution the only solution is the D word, a divorce." <laughs> right, because he's trying to lay down the law, and she's like, "Are you fucking kidding me with she's that? Like, like mm, what are you yeah. doing?" 
just like well, whatever cool let's get divorced if that's what this is going to be like i don't i think he was kind of shocked and then he she goes to leave he was she, and then she tries yeah because she doesn't want to talk about anything because she can't communicate and but he thankfully stops her he was like no you have to talk to me like you can't just threaten to divorce me and walk off like and then knowing pam probably live at a hotel for three months like he's gonna like no we have to talk about this she's like, gonna go look, she's gonna go look for leanne reese and they're gonna go run around to do uh Sting, sting right. videos and mm. things together. Sting videos. <laughs> every breath you take, every. And he said he doesn't care about having a kid, which is not. It's not true. Right, he, he does care yeah, about he having does. a kid. He's just pacifying her because just to make sure she's calm because he does want a kid. She and she says she doesn't want to. She doesn't want to be at home because she wants to avoid her problems. Pretty much. Well, there's, That's there's, your, there. there's your first problem right, right there. You don't want to be right. at home. Right. Right. I mean, can she's, you blame her? She's like, at work, she doesn't have to think about it, which is probably true. Yeah. And that's, yep. I can see why she do it, but I can also see why it's bad. Yeah. Um, now, if I were the writers of this scene, I would make somebody overhear this whole conversation. Oh, you mean like the creep JR just drinking and spying on him like a creep? Standing up on the balcony in the little... Uh, <laughs> Which he is so good at creeping. He is so, so good. good. He and Sue Ellen have it because she was sitting in, uh, in that last episode with when Gary and Val were getting married. She was sitting in the chair in the living room, unknown to anybody, listening to the, right. all the conversations the going on in the foyer. She's learning <laughs> his ways a little bit. She's picking up. Isis LaShawn, if you're listening, uh, we know about the art of creeping, don't we? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> this is the, it's it's. I think it maybe it's an inside joke from way back in the day, but this is this is this is the art the art of creeping right here. The art of creeping, and that's a it's the art of creeping. It's a good art. It's a good art. It's a good art. It is. Yeah. But I mean, okay, you guys are you guys are a little bit older than me. You remember that TLC song? Creep? So I creep. Yeah, I creep. Yeah. Just creeping yeah. on the down low. Gosh, this is gonna work. That's it. No. Creep. <laughs> I love that song. It's what it's what creeping is about, man. The art of creeping. It's an oh. art. It is an art. It's it an art. art. It is. It's an art that's where Jr. gets a lot of his knowledge and power is from creeping. That's true. Yes, it's true. It's true. Well, he's, he's just a creepy motherfucker, anyway. <laughs> Mary, let's hear. It. Oh, for oh, I'm gonna give him a thumbs up for being for creeping. <laughs> Most fuck of you. the time, I mean, fuck sometimes you, creeper, fuck you, but sometimes it's just fuck you, creeper, Jr. Creeper. I can't really pass too much judgment. Is what Maybe. I'm saying. I think I, I, can't I think I now know <laughs> there was an Elton okay. John song from the early '70s called "Midnight Creeper," and I think that's Jr. That could be He's the Midnight Creeper. What? Midnight Creeper, yeah, probably. What? Yep. Now we get to Ray and Donna in bed, and he in a, not in a surprise. Yeah, not a surprise. And he refers to well, Donna was moving to a hotel before she figured out where she was going to stay. So right, yeah, she's yeah. living there. Yeah, and he refers to it as the South Fork again. The South Fork. The, I know it bothers me. The South Fork, the store versus the South Fork Trailer Park, which I've brought up before on here. Um, yeah, the what? <laughs> And he wants her to marry him, and she's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. It's a little too soon. 
the and then he gets pouty immediately and but just like dude are you seriously proposing in bed um <laughs> Right. Hey, the shovel, the shovel from. Hey, we just fucked real good. Marry me. (laughs) Right. Basically, the dirt on Sam's grave hasn't even been pressed yet. They have not even. And that's what she's saying. Like it's, she's like everyone. Like it's, it's infringing upon Sam's memory. Like everybody thought he was crazy for marrying me. I don't want to run off. Make them think that anything bad of him by me immediately marrying somebody way younger like let's just give it time so, and he's like fine six, six months, six months. That's it. and she's then, like okay, okay six like, months she's like okay reluctantly okay but it makes it makes it seem like ray was just waiting for sam to kick the bucket because he was an old yeah old man. oh he 100 percent yeah. yeah and that was. and that is kind of sleazy yeah, yeah. i agree mm-hmm. So JR cuts in Harrison for 1% of the Asian oil deal and makes sure Pam gets her promotion. Yeah. And Liz Craig gets transferred and girl is not happy about it. She's off to Houston. She's she's not happy. And she thinks Pam has 100% to do with it and Pam has 100% to do with nothing about it. Right. If that makes any yeah. sense, it didn't. It basically just killed our friendship because she's yeah. like, she she you were just gunning for my job. The whole yeah, time. she thinks she just yeah. She's her. like, what the hell? Yeah. And Pam's like, I have no idea what's happening right now. She re- and she really didn't. She's, she's like, like a deer in headlights. Yeah, she's well, like, she's like I didn't want that. She, she I just was, don't want to be at home. She wasn't looking for a promotion. She was out there doing her yeah. job to avoid no. being at the house. Yeah. So. She's, yeah. 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 Because every oh. and then. Because she couldn't deal with her then, child loss, and every time hearing the baby cry, little John, and Sue Ellen is now taken to, and so she's lost that. So she feels like she's lost two babies. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so Liz yells at her and says, uh, well, you just got a job that will break up any marriage. And this, like, Why? Why? Why would it break up a marriage? Like, why can't women be successful and have a family? Like, why? Why can't they have both? Like, God damn it! Because you are married to a chauvinist Ewing. Uh-huh. <laughs> who, who we don't. But think even Liz, is a who's, Liz is saying that. Who is? Who isn't married to? I mean, I guess she's not married, and I guess that's. But that's that what the show be, is saying: is you can't have both. You can't have it. You that can't have a successful marriage. But that, that's right. Which is bullshit. Right. Is what right. I'm saying. Is like. They're saying you can't be successful woman working and have a successful marriage and family at the same time. It's bullshit. And, and that was the, that's why I'm saying it is bullshit. fuck you, Leonard Katzman, yeah. in the face. But that was the, <laughs> that was a prevailing attitude. That was a prevailing attitude at that time that had to slowly. Change. I know, and that's why I'm gonna I'm gonna set this whole goddamn thing on fire. Fuck you, patriarchy. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yes. I'm going to keep going. Okay. By the time no. this episode ended, I was like, I throw my computer across like, the room. Girl, no, you speak the truth because it's just, I'm sitting there going like when I was watching it, I was, I was working, but I had it on over here and I was taking notes and I was like, the fuck, the fuck are you fucking kidding me? What the fuck? You know, see, I grew up in a I grew up in a family where this was. I think this is why it gets me mad. I grew up in the family. I had older parents, so yeah. I grew up in the family. The only so your, girl, your mom all boys, was a so, stay at home. 
Kind of. My dad asked my mom not to work Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. she could be a stay-at-home mom. And that was what I was told the whole time growing up was this whole thing. And so I have a lot of issues with that because fuck that. What's what's wrong with the women being home barefoot and pregnant as they say? No. Nothing, nothing, nothing well, if like, they want to. Yeah. 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 It's fine if it's their choice. If they want to do it, it's fine. Right. If they want to, that's totally cool. Yeah. My mom but, did when we were like babies. And then I think she was at home for a little while, like after my brother was born and when my dad was deployed. But, you know, mm-hmm. she got, they got a little extra from him, you know, being overseas and stuff. But as, I remember my folks, like both of them always working and he, she, and he, they, they are still working. Both of them, like Mm -hmm. either they both have to work or they couldn't have what they have. And it's really sad, but that's the way it is now. It is. You can't depend on one salary anymore. You have to go with both. That's the world. Right. That's how the world has changed a lot in these last. Yeah, right. right. Mm-hmm. It's true. It's true. It's true. <laughs> it's, it's Pre-dinner true. drinks. Dinner drinks and. And Bobby's. Ex- yeah, go ahead. Pre-dinner Bobby's excited drinks. to go back to the office. <laughs> and Suellen is not buying Jr.'s brotherly act. No, no, not for one second. I think she's she's partially caught on, but. At times later on in the series, you'll see that she gets dumb a couple of times. Yeah, <laughs> she, she falls for yeah. the bullshit again. But therapy, I think, she does. Yeah, gets smart, like, oh. but your brain gets dumb. <laughs> well, what, hey, what now we, you're an all star. Get your game. <laughs> yeah. Well, what did we say a couple of times ago? It's it's that um, I can't even remember. It was something. It was something very inappropriate that was brought up on one of the forums about what what Jr. did with his mistresses, and I was like, "Well, that's why Sue Ellen keeps going back." <laughs> I think that's what kept drawing her back in. <laughs> I'm terrible. It's like the mafia. Every time she gets out, she gets pulled back in. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me say, like, I hope Jr. does. Like, he's with all those ladies. I hope he does. Okay, uh, at least a special one. You know. Well, at least for her, not for the other ones. Ew. Ew? Okay. Anyways, shall we wrap this up, you guys? Are we at the end? Of yeah, because uh, Pam... We're almost there, yeah. Uh, Pam tells Bobby that about the, the promotion, and he says, you're not you're not really going to take this job, are you? And she's, she's considering it. That's where we leave off. That's it. So he's just doing that. She's considering it. Yeah. So. She is considering it. She is. Yeah. yeah. Dun, dun, what do y'all give it? I gave it 4.5 bourbons and a burning bra. 4.5? I oh, know, I didn't. I did. I liked the episode, even though it drove me insane. Yeah. I liked the episode. Hold on. Okay. Let me see what I read on this. But I, thought... I gave it. I thought it was very apt for the time, even though it drove me insane. I liked Winds of Vengeance better, and I uh, gave it a 0. 0.5. And, oh, no, wow. I'm just kidding. Just kidding. Just kidding. Let's see. What am I giving? Those, those, that's some words. Oh, I gave it a I don't. That's weird. I don't know. I've never four point one five. That's weird. Uh, and a and a roll in the hay for Donna and Ray. Nice. Roll. A roll in the hay for Donna. That's and right. Ray. Hey Ray. That's like yeah. Faye Ray. Ooh. No. Oh God. Melanie, go ahead. Oh damn. 
Uh, Putting you on the spot okay. right now. Okay. Um, then I will give it a, I'll give it a 4.0 and one of Sam Culver's paintings. I thought you were going to say one of Ooh, Sam Culver's nice. balls. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't know why I thought that. What? The talk one, of Sam, one of Sam Culver's balls? What? You had one of Sam Culver, and I was, I think a man's one would be one of two. Sam! <sighs> what? Sarah? Sarah, why would anyone want to see him covers balls? He's dead. They're decaying. Put it in a jar with formaldehyde. They're decaying. <laughs> Old man, dead oh balls. Exactly. <laughs> Who has those? You'll be the only girl in town with a glass mason jar. Do your ball swing blue. Um, That's true. Do your ball swing to and fro. Do you not? Oh I'm going to be myself. I'm going to in your chair, aren't you? Oh my. Shall right. I bring it home? Shall I bring it home? Oh, bring it home. Bring yeah, it home. yeah, bring it home. What, what do you got, Josh? I'm Please. giving it a 425 and a skull with a bullet hole in it. 30 ah, year old skull with a bullet nice. hole. Nice, yes. Okay. Which cool. we will learn more about awesome. later. We will, next time we're doing we do what episode? episode? Power play. Power power play episode sixteen. Gotcha. Yes, Ep- which has very very few notes. In this episode book, episode forty five. We're doing power play. The first episode of the nineteen eighties. So we we have are to wear introduced. Uh, LA gear. We, I'll wear my Devo whippet suit. And we are <laughs> we're introduced to a new character, but we're not going to say who right now. Just going to oh, leave yeah. it at that. Um, okay. All right. Okay. Sounds good. All right. So thank you for joining us tonight on the Ewing Barbecue. Uh, please join us online uh, on our Facebook group. We are discussing a bunch of things about the episodes, which are great. We have an Instagram and a Twitter. We also have a and Facebook page, which is separate from the group. That is also true. Yes. Which, you, you know, if you see it, please give it a like. And yes. we have a bourbon fund. If you have a little bit extra change in your pocket, you might want to, like, help keep the lights on over here. And if, us in bourbon so we can do this show, that would be very much appreciated. If you can't afford, you know, to give it right now, we get it. It's COVID. That's fine. But you can also support us by going online on and rating and reviewing us on iTunes that would be give us give us a five star review that would be really really helpful and yeah. write a little thing about what you like about us if you hate us please don't but if you like us if you hate us we'll find you and it's a pretty easy easy way and support us, us because that really like gives us sorry if you hate us yeah, we'll, us we'll find and you and we'll give you corona and Let's. questions we like questions <laughs> then we like questions. We like questions. Um, so, like, leave us questions or comments on our Facebook group, or you can send us an email. We are the Ewing BBQ at gmail.com. Send us anything. Send us pictures. Well, okay. Yeah. Strike that. <laughs> Don't send us any gross pictures. No nudes. No nudes. Oh, my God. Noodles. I caught that one. No. No. No danger noodles. No gross. No dicks. What is with the booby beads? Because if we get them, I'm posting them online. Sarah has booby beads. Now, I I, I want to mention uh, one more thing came up is um, sure I don't have their name who was on posted it but um, someone posted that they got a did a nice cameo with uh, Linda Gray um, back in April oh yeah and that was the guy who lives right by me in the Pacific Northwest yes was it Patrick was it Patrick what was it yes. posted on yes Patrick 
His name is Patrick. It's in our Facebook group. Okay. Yeah, I'm and um, that is something you might look up. You might peruse through uh, Cameo and uh, see yeah, if cool. um, there are a lot of celebrities are out there doing it. And uh, Linda apparently has been doing some. So hmm. uh, check in and see. You know, you get yeah. nice little messages and stuff like that. And, uh, cool. Birthday greetings or yeah. anniversaries or you know, get that's a good way well, to support you know, you the might cast have, right You might now. have get well, We're not get working. well messages for relatives that might not be well or something like or that. Or just if you're like me and you're cuckoo, get well. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Sarah, we're going to get you the help. I need it. We're going to get you Dr. Albie. No, no, you're going to the Meadowlark Sanitarium. <laughs> Probably, honestly. All right, That'll guys. be my favorite storyline, right. putting Sarah well, in the Meadowlark Sanitarium. We will... <laughs> that would be fun. <laughs> All right, we'll see you next week, guys. Bye. 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 Patrick Ring, that's his name. <laughs> well, y'all come back now. And you, you, yeah, you, 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 Patrick. you come right. back and we'll, we'll, we'll figure that out later. Bye, y'all. Good night, y'all. Next on Dallas. I'm so glad we decided not to tell JR about us. Alan Beam hasn't been spending all of his time on the virus campaign. You mean you don't mind? Lucy is her father's only tie to South Fork. And with her gone, he won't feel it necessary to try to come back in here and muscle in on my action. Oh, I can't be rushed into marriage. I need time. You tell her that everything's off between the two of you and let me handle the rest. You're sure it'll work. Allow me to be the first to toast the groom.